0: Grandstand. ABC's Grandstand. On radio, online, and on digital radio.
1: Marks set. The Bell Lap with Luke Pentany on ABC Grandstand Digital. G'day and welcome to The Bell Lap. This is Grandstand's dedicated track and field program we will be remembering australia's gold medal efforts in the men's and women's marathons at the commonwealth games later in the show but speaking of the com games australia will send a squad of 103 to glasgow next month after athletics australia announced its lineup last week it's australia's second largest squad to compete at the com games with melbourne in 2006 being the largest And joining me as part of our run-through segment to dissect the team selected is track and field commentator and pundit Dave Robertson. And Robbo, we've just mentioned it will be a squad of 103 that will be heading to Glasgow. I think a key positive out of the size of the Australian contingent is... 44 will be making their international debut at the open level and yes it is the Com games and it's not the olympics but you can't understate how important exposure of this kind is when it comes to the major championships
0: yeah look it was one of the the exciting things to come out of the announcement was to see the size of that team and all those new faces as well that will be blooded over there in Glasgow and I think uh, hats off to AA for picking the big team. Um, I know there's been frustrations with selections in years gone by, but um, I think with just the, with most of the, the slots filled, um, I think you know we're in for a big team. But but hopefully a really successful team as well.
1: Now, just looking at some of the specific events, it's heartening to see selectors put faith in the likes of hurdlers Nick Half and Sam Baines. They didn't post-A qualifiers over the domestic season, but they did show their potential over the sticks and really their two selections for the future.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Nick Huff, as we know, uh, with some great results before coming into the senior ranks, and uh, Sam Baines is, is a classy hurdler as well. So, yeah, that was great to see those guys pick, and you just never know what you might get from the hurdles, and uh, you know, they're, they're on the team. I expect them to do some damage uh, over there and hopefully post some great results as well.
1: And same goes for the men's high jump. We've got Brandon Stark and Nick Boych name to compete in Glasgow.
0: Great season for both the lads. Uh, unfortunately, Chris Dodd was the one to miss out there. He, he he did really well with the B qualifiers during the year. They could only take the two Bs. But looking forward to seeing what big Nick and, and Brandon Stark can do over there in Glasgow.
1: And just sticking with the high jump, Australia will send three women to Glasgow with Eleanor Patterson, Zoe Timmers and Hannah Joy. Now, what's impressive about this trio is Patterson and Joy. We've spoken previously about them on the program. They're both teenagers. Timmers is only twenty-five. We're building outstanding depth again in, in an event that has previously been one of our strongest. Yeah,
0: and it's been a while since you can recall we've had three Aussies competing uh, at a you know a world level for the women's high jump. And so uh, Eleanor Patterson, as we all know one hell of a high jumper and so she's dubbed to do great things and and, and hopefully finish high up on the medal podium but yeah great to see hannah joy and zoe Timmons there, there as well and yeah another i think a very strong uh, event for our aussie team
1: now looking at the women's 1500 meters no surprises to see zoe buckman name but it's a welcome back to london olympian kayla mcknight and melissa duncan too who Ran a PB of four hundred eight point nine two in Tokyo last month.
0: Yeah, look, this is great to see another a full card of athletes in this event, and uh, you know, I guess big pat on the back to Zoe Buckman, who did just jag that a qualifier with only a couple, with only a day, I think, before the uh, the cutoff. So with a, a big PB four hundred four hundred nine over in Eugene and that opened the door for Mel Duncan, and uh, yeah, look, Mel's on a high I know after the competing at the World Relays over in the Bahamas. And she joins Kayla and Zoe in what will be a a pretty well contested event as well.
1: Now, away from the Com Games or the naming of the Com Games team, now Sally Pearson, she was forced to withdraw from the 100 metres hurdles at last week's Diamond League meet in Rome, more as a precautionary measure, just out of concern she may injure a, a troublesome hamstring. Now she's since withdrawn from this weekend's Diamond League in New York and this is a wise move considering she has identified the Com Games as her key focus this year.
0: Yeah, that's right. Look, she's, she's uh, definitely been clear to say all along this season that Glasgow was the priority and, you know, we all know how much a, a precious part of the anatomy for a hurdler, those hamstrings are, and she would know her body better than anyone else and I'm sure... It's a big call because there's a lot of hype about it and we would have loved to have seen Sally compete against the likes of Brianna Rollins, who ended up uh, getting a world lead with the win over there in Rome. But, uh, you know, right behind Sally with with what she needs to do to get herself right for Glasgow.
1: Now elsewhere in Rome at the Diamond League meet, Kim Mickle placed third in the women's javelin with a, a best effort of 63 metres 05. This backed up her podium finish in Doha. Last month, and it just goes to illustrate the consistency in her performances the past two seasons.
0: Yeah, exactly. And you know, 63 would probably be a bit, you know, that's a bit down on, on Kim's form, I guess, of recent times when we're used to seeing the, the 64s and above and up to the 66 high, the Aussie record. So um, you get the feeling just with that with that consistency she's, she's building with each of these events now. Uh, there's probably a big one around the corner, and maybe it will come in Glasgow. But, uh, yeah, Kim Mickle's doing great things and she's, she's there or thereabouts
1: on each start. We're speaking to Dave Robertson as part of our run-through segment. And, Robbo, Thursday morning in Oslo, the latest Diamond League meet. Australia's Brett Robinson was 16th in the men's 5,000 metres, a time of 13.46.09. But some encouraging results from Ryan Gregson and Zoe Buckman.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, they both uh, took part in... They weren't the diamond events, but uh, Gregson was in the 1500 metre uh, national event. He, he came second in that one, just tipped for the win, but he did a 3.36.18, which uh, I saw on Twitter he was very happy with, and that's you know more great signs that he's building uh, with each start. Zoe Buckman also in the 800 metres. She came second in that one with, in a 2.0.228, so proving that she's really building some great speed um, on top of I guess the speed endurance that she's already shown for the 1500 metres so great results from both of those guys and a quick shout out as well to Selma Kajan who uh, she paced Eunice Sum that was in the Diamond event for women's 800 metres paced the first lap 57.45 and and Eunice Sum went on to win that in a world lead 159.02 so uh, I'm sure she got a pat on the back from, uh, from Eunice
1: the Diamond League will shift to New York this Sunday morning Australian time. There'll be considerable interest from an Australian perspective, despite the absence of Pearson. There'll be Catherine Mitchell, Ben Harradine, Liz Parnoff, Linda Leverton and Heidi Gregson competing. And, and Robo, just really looking forward to seeing how Catherine Mitchell performs coming off her sole domestic seat in the Javelin, as well as her top eight finish at the World Champs in Moscow last year.
0: Yeah, that's right. Unfortunately, we, we didn't have the pleasure of seeing uh, Catherine at the nationals. I don't think so. We haven't seen her uh, in competition for a little while, and uh, the attention's definitely been on on Kim. But looking forward to seeing what she can do over there in New York, um, as well as our other field events, uh field eventers that you mentioned there as well. Uh, Linda Leviton, Linda Levitate, I like to call her. <laughs> um, she's looking to break fourteen meters for the first time, and, and in the Diamond League, you know that the fields will most of the guys will. will, will Will break fourteen meters. That would be a, a big TB for her. and I know that's a big barrier she's been trying to break through. So hopefully Linda can fly over there uh, in New York.
1: Now Robo, we're a bit over a month until the Glasgow Com Games. The tartan couch. What's will be making its way to Scotland.
0: What, what the aim of, of what our presence over there is to not only get right behind the Aussie team, especially the athletes, but uh, provide a bit of a daily wrap up of. Some of the uh, the sides to the games that you might not see on the mainstream media, so giving you a little flavour of what's happening on the streets, as well as hopefully having a few interviews with some athletes and maybe athletes' parents and coaches and just general Scots Scots people on the street shutting haggis and, and kilts and the like. <laughs> so yeah, mate, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun and uh, really looking forward to it. I think uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be a great experience and I, I've been saying it to a lot of people. They've been asking what what we're doing. I think I say to Find <laughs> another way to get over there.
1: <laughs> we, we all know we all know that feeling. But uh, Robo, thanks for joining us again on the run through, and we'll speak to you again in a couple of weeks.
0: Always a pleasure, Luke. Catch you then.
1: On ABC Grandstand Digital, this is the Bell Lap with Luke Pentonie. Well, sticking with the Com Games theme, our extended Grandstand Remembers segment this week looks back at an event in which Australia has enjoyed much success, that being the marathon. Australia has won gold in the men's race on four occasions, while the women have compiled a formidable record, having topped the podium on five of the seven occasions the marathon has been contested since 1986. Australia's first gold in the marathon came via one of our greatest ever long-distance runners, Dave Power, who conquered the roads of Cardiff in 1958 to win gold in a time of 2 hours, 22 minutes and 45.6 seconds. This is how ABC listeners heard Power's victory, and we hear from the man himself reflecting on his win.
2: And Power receiving a great ovation the speed and the time we'll give you a time in the moment the time we make about two hours 22 minutes and dave power and in comes a 27 year old journalist from johannesburg johannes barnard for a silver medal to add to the bronze when he won four years ago i was just so elated and i don't think i realized that how much uh, really uh, suffering and agony I was in from blistered feet till I really stopped and, and then it hit me.
1: Now, Power was a part of the ABC commentary team 24 years later when Australia next tasted gold in the marathon, and who can forget how the drought was broken when Robert De Castella drove the victory at the 1982 Games in Brisbane. It was a race that stopped the nation in the early hours of October 8, and our highlights package begins when De Estella first overtakes the diminutive Juma Akanga, who, along with fellow Tanzanian Gidamas Shahanga, had at one stage led the field by 58 seconds.
3: Here he goes. Or is he? Oh, yes, he go. is. Oh, he's Deke going, yeah. Dick Costello hits the front in the last two miles Come on, Dick. Come on, What Deke. a performance. What a fantastic performance by the Australian, whose spirits must have been, uh, well, in, ge- in doubt at one stage when he was so far behind. But now a Kanga
2: raising oh, Kanga, he's oh, Yeah, He's going to say, I'm not going to lose this lead in a hurry. No. Look at the difference in size, too. He's throwing down the challenge. throwing down the challenge. As Dickress would have had to uh, raise a, 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 a great run to make up that gap as he, as he sort of uh, used up all his strength. I mean, it would have taken a lot of doing. He was really running fast, bridging the gap. But uh, can he sustain it? You know, maybe he's caught them and, uh, and uh, that's it, you know. Well,
3: the has opened up a gap. They've gone through 39 oh. kilometres. They've got roundabout three to go. And, and that is coming again. Obviously a real battle of the minds now with both trying to establish that mental supremacy over the other and has there ever been a marathon like this? This could be the greatest finish in a marathon in history. Just a hundred metres or so. He knows he's won, you know, won so 42 kilometres sign up on the electronic uh, timer and distance marker and Di Stella in the last hundred metres or so of the marathon. There's the gap this between first and yeah. second and is this man the greatest marathon runner in the world perhaps we'll find out in the next year or so when he meets the great cuban-born american alberto salazar but de castella has shown us all today that if he's not the best he's mighty at the same time this has been a performance
2: to remember for all time look Brad at the crowd cheering him on come on de they're cheering and he's running he's responding look at it yes, well done, he's, won D. It. Go, D. yes he's won it what a great, oh, he's bit- what a
3: great race. effort! He's done about 2:09:16, just about a minute slower than uh, his time at Fukuoka. What a great performance, Robert De Castella, marathon gold medalist. The silver going to Juma Akenga, of Tanzania. But the race belongs to Di Castella.
0: Well, Kevin Ryan, the New Zealander, and I were running together for about the first six or seven miles, and. Um, we were gradually picking the guys up, the two Tanzanians, And then in between about 6 and uh, oh, about 12 miles, 10 miles, they opened up an incredible break on us. Uh, I think we must have slowed down a bit and maybe it up a bit. So I really had to go out really and the uh, them by myself. I was working hard for that last half. It was really tough.
1: The Costello won gold in 2 hours, 9 minutes and 18 seconds. And four years later... Having in the meantime been crowned world champion, the strongly built Victorian defended his Commonwealth title in Edinburgh. And it's time he was joined by fellow Australian Steve Monagheti on the podium.
4: It's Deca Stella coming around to the top of the straight, waving to the crowd. He's got about 100 metres to run now as he comes into the straight. He looks very happy, uh, very fresh indeed. De Costello, he's been running for just over two hours and ten minutes. So it's one of his slower marathons, but a great race. He had it quite a long time from home. He's got about 30 metres to run. And Robert De Costello, with both arms in the air, goes through the finish line in two hours, ten minutes, 14.84 seconds. And now the interest is in the battle for the silver and the bronze, and the Canadians establish supremacy. Dave Edge of Canada... Running over towards the 200 metre mark has got away by about 35 metres on Steve Monagherty of Australia. But what a great run by the young Australian in his first ever marathon. He's going to clinch the bronze
0: medal. I went into the race with, with no real crew race strategy or plan. Um, I was just hoping to get a feel for how everybody was, was coping with the, the pace and,
3: um, and how I was feeling and, and just take it as, as it came.
1: As we mentioned, the women's marathon made its debut in 1986 and Lisa Martin made sure it was an Australian double when she took out gold in comfortable fashion.
4: Running down on the inside line at the moment, Lisa Martin, and uh, although she looked a bit tired to me while she was running... Uh the last uh, couple of miles on the road before coming into Meadowbank Stadium. She's certainly lifted here in the stadium. The atmosphere has lifted her. She's getting a very big round of applause again as she comes into the home straight with 100 metres to run. She had a look at the wristwatch of the left hand and she knows how she's going. She's been running for two hours, 25, 55. She's going to break the Commonwealth record of Alison Rowe. She's got 40 metres to run. Lisa Martin, what a sustained performance of running. And she comes down through the line and Lisa Martin, wins the gold medal in two hours, 26 minutes, 5.87. That'll be converted to six seconds, so the official time will be two hours, 26 minutes, and six seconds, and she's breaking the Commonwealth record by 40 seconds.
1: Martin repeated her Edinburgh success in 1990 when she scored a convincing win in Auckland, stopping the clock in two hours, 25 minutes, and 28 seconds, almost eight minutes Clear of her compatriot Tani Ruckle.
4: It'll be gold for Australia and silver as well with Tani Ruckle back about five or six minutes. And here she comes. The crowd are going to give her a big ovation. Lisa Martin, 50 metres from the finish line now. 2:25, 20 on the clock, right underneath the finish line. And here she comes. It will be a new games record to Lisa Martin. What a superb performance! And she throws the arms in the air. Gold to Australia. Lisa Martin has taken out the women's marathon.
1: Now, Steve Monaghetti had collected the silver medal in the men's race in 1990 and with a bronze already in his keeping, he completed the set four years later with gold in Victoria with a time of two hours, 11 minutes and 49 minutes with countryman Sean Quilty taking the silver.
3: And Mono waves to the crowd. He permits himself the indulgence of a smile. He punches the air, he raises two arms above his head as he comes down of the line just inside two hours twelve and after years of trial and tribulation, it is gold to Steve Monagetti in the marathon, Australia Rejoice, a great champion and a great bloke. Oh,
5: it's
0: been a long time coming and I hope I had it in there and it's just nice, you know, as captain, as a great team, performance, the tracks really perform well and I think I've served my apprenticeship at the Commonwealth Games and a, it's great to, to get one out. I'd like to thank everybody, I mean, in Ballarat, Victoria, Australia, Noosa. Thanks, uh, Jeff and Garth up there at Noosa. was great. And everybody that's just helped and come out and supported me on the course.
1: I've just never felt this good. I want to savour the moment. Thanks, Australia, for savouring it with me. Thanks. Kuala Lumpur was the host city for the 1998 Com Games. And amid steamy conditions, a 38-year-old mother from Bowerall... Heather Turland became Australia's next gold medalist in the marathon when she won in two hours, 41 minutes and 24 seconds, edging out another Australian, Lisa Dick.
5: The applause building, finishing line getting closer. Heather Turland of Australia heading for gold in this Commonwealth Games Women's Marathon. The clock ticks over two hours and 41 minutes. Give us a big grin, green and gold, you little beauty. Heather Turland, here she comes, 38 years of age from Barrel, and she's going to collect the gold medal. Coming down to the line now, can't blow a candle out. She's got the winner's grin. Two hours, 41 minutes and 24 seconds, a gold medal to Australia.
1: Four years later, Australia went 1-2-3 in the Women's Marathon when Kieran McCann led home Krishna Stanton and Jackie Gallagher. At the 2002 games in Manchester with... A winning time of 2 hours, 30 minutes and 5 seconds.
3: Karen McCann as at the 200 metre point. She comes through the chute and into the city of Manchester Stadium looking as strong and as fresh as she did two and a half hours ago. Her moment has arrived. The crowd are out of their seats. There's such appreciation of the sense of heroism that we attach to the marathon runner, and Karen McCann is winning this like a champion. She comes into the home straight, she'll just come down to the finish line, in fact, and finish there. And she has about 50 to run. She is smiling. She was 10th in 94. She's competed at two Olympics, two world championships, and it has all led to this. Karen McCann is champion of the Commonwealth. Yeah, I felt really good. I actually thought I was going to have a big battle with the Kenyan Esther Wendura, but um, I was really surprised when she dropped off so early. So, you know, once I was out in front, I thought, oh, what do I do? Will I run hard or will I take it easy for a bit longer? So, you know, I just relaxed and and ran on strong and made sure that I had um, plenty of time and so it was good.
1: It was in Melbourne in 2006 that McCann recorded what she later described as probably her greatest victory of her career when In front of a full house at the MCG, she beat home Kenya's Helen Torono-Koskai by just two seconds following what was a Titanic final, 300 metres.
5: Listen to the roar as McCann leads them in but Sharon Koski moves up alongside her. Down the back they go, 260 metres to go in the women's marathon. Karen McCann kicks up on the inside. Sharon Koski has she got anything left? They come round with 200 metres to go. It's the Australian and the Kenyan. They've been running stride for stride, shoulder to shoulder, for the last seven, if not 10Ks. McCann's open three metres onto Sharon Koski. She's four metres in front, the young woman from Wollongong. It's from home, Karen McCann, Karen McCann, the 38-year-old mother of two, is striding away with the marathon, her 22nd marathon, she was going to give it away two years ago, she wanted to win a marathon in Melbourne, she's going to win back-to-back Commonwealth Games marathons, Karen McCann crosses the line, gold to Australia, what a performance, two hours, at 53 seconds Helen Chirono-Coski second only strides away what a marathon what a finish and Helen McCann Karen McCann is on the ground
0: I tried so hard to drop her early but she just kept coming back and I even thought I had dropped her, but and then all of a sudden she'd appear again and you know we're, we're coming down close to the stadium and I thought well you know silver medal that's not too bad And um, we got into the stadium, and I don't know, something took over. The crowd just lifted me, and I just thought, nah, I've got to get this gold medal, and I, I went for it.
1: McCann won in two hours, 30 minutes, and 54 seconds. She sadly died of cancer in December 2008, aged 41, and her triumph in Melbourne will be forever remembered. A reminder, you can listen to the bell app on Grandstand Digital or streamed at abc.net.au slash grandstand on a fortnightly basis every second Friday. And that is the same address where you can find the podcast of the program as well as the broadcast schedule. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes. And if you want to get in contact through Twitter, just drop me a message at Luke Pentany, all one word. Catch you again in a fortnight.